Whatever you're looking for, you will find. If you're looking for a reason to be upset, you will find it. If you're looking for Jesus, you will find him. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. I'll never forget the day I stopped making my truck payment. I sold my beloved pickup to buy a goldish brown 2002 Honda CRV. I was able to pay off my debt and write a check for the small boxy car. Now I will say this, the Honda CRV is an amazing vehicle. All-wheel drive, great gas mileage, comes with its own fold-out table. But it's also tiny and doesn't exactly fit a guy my size comfortably. And when I was driving it, all I would see were other CRVs almost exclusively driven by little grandmas. And each time there would be a little grumble or a Chris Farley reference about a fat guy in a little coat, a big Josh in a tiny car. After many years of this, I was extraordinarily blessed by my wife and God with a full-sized extended crew cab Toyota Tundra pickup, something big enough to comfortably seat our entire family. Once again, thankful that my wife encouraged me to buy the truck instead of a minivan. Have I mentioned how blessed I am? I fit in this thing like a dream. It was made for men my size. And the funny thing now is, I don't see Honda CRVs anymore. I see other big pickups on the road. Why? Because we find what we're looking for. If you're looking for a reason to complain, you will find one. If you're looking for a reason to be thankful, you will find one. And if you're looking for Jesus, you will find him. That was the case for a man named Simeon. He was looking for the Messiah. His part of the Christmas story is captured in Luke chapter 2, verse 25. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. There are many things that are remarkable about Simeon. But what stands out to me is that he was eagerly waiting, waiting for Jesus with anticipation and excitement. You have to remember, Simeon was just like any other Israelite who had access to the same scriptures he did, heard the same devotions, read from the same Old Testament at church. And yet, he was one of the very few that was actively looking for Jesus. So many prophecies pointed to the fact that Christ was coming. The Messiah would be among them. And yet, of the untold number of God's people who heard the revelations, only a handful would recognize the tremendous significance of the birth of Jesus. When we actively turn our hearts, minds, and worship to Jesus, we see things others miss. Why? Because you find what you're looking for. Because of that, the Bible says, that day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord, as the law required, Simeon was there. When our focus is on Jesus, we are uniquely positioned to experience Christ in a profoundly personal way, in a way that transforms us and leaves us forever changed. We encounter the indescribable and wonderful presence of God. After years of looking, Simeon had the unique privilege of holding the Messiah in his arms. 
the one who would bear all of his sins and allow him to be united with God the Father for all eternity. So many others miss this, but Simeon was rewarded with this incredible Christmas gift. Why? Because he was eagerly looking for his Savior. And because of that, he found him. Verse 28, he took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. The incredible thing about pursuing Christ in your life is not only the untold blessings that comes from knowing Jesus personally, but also what it can do in others' lives. Because Simeon was faithful, he was not only uniquely positioned to experience God, but also to encourage and prepare Mary and Joseph. Consider that. Wow, what a thought. Jesus was using the man holding him to comfort his earthly parents, encourage them, and prepare them for the sacrifice he would make to save the world from sin. That is just a glimpse, a glance at the infinite goodness and unfailing love of Christ. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Simeon is saying that those who are looking for hope, redemption, and salvation, those who are looking for the Messiah, they will find him in your son Jesus. He will raise them up to heavenly places. But those who aren't looking for that, that aren't looking for Jesus, he will be a rock in their path that causes them to fall. The Apostle Peter said it like this in his first letter. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. Both knew the scriptures. They were quoting the prophecy of Isaiah, who was also looking for Jesus. Simeon says, either way, your son, the Messiah, will reveal their hearts, and he will be a light to the world, a hope to all nations, salvation for all who look for the Messiah. But it will come at a cost, one that Jesus will pay and marry and God. Jesus will die a gruesome, awful death to achieve this victory, and Mary will have to watch just as God the Father had to watch. And it was no doubt like a sword that pierced their soul. To see someone they loved so dearly, who was completely innocent in every way, be treated so horribly. You see, while Simeon was looking for Messiah, the leaders of God's people in Israel were not. Where others saw a savior, they saw a troublemaker. A glutton, a man who hung out with sinners, who flaunted their rules, and who did things they didn't understand and couldn't control. And while others were uniquely positioned to worship Christ, they stumbled, fell, and decided to kill him. They found what they were looking for, 
an excuse to remain in control and not submit to a holy God, but instead worship their vanity and temporary positions of power. Christmas can be a very different time for different people. We can experience the same holiday in a completely unique way. For some of us, it's a time of joy. For others, a time of sadness. And maybe for you, it's a mix of both. Sometimes people say, it doesn't really feel like Christmas. I know that I've felt that way before. And so I want to challenge all of us, myself included. What are we looking for? What has all of our attention? Where do we need to refocus? If we're missing reasons to be joyful, look, you will find them. There are so many. Remember what Jesus has done for you, what he's doing and will do. Allow that to warm your heart and guide you. If we're not feeling thankful, look, Christ will fill your heart with gratitude for the tremendous amount of blessings in your life. Start by thanking him and you will be amazed at what comes to mind. And if it doesn't feel like Christmas, Jesus is inviting all of us to look, just like Simeon did, eagerly waiting to celebrate Christ with us. Think upon that image of Simeon finally holding the Savior completely at peace. Now look, you have something far greater than even he did. Jesus lives within us. The victory has been won. Your sins are forgiven. Embrace God now, just as Simeon did then. Acknowledge him as your Lord and Savior, the light in the darkness, the hope of the world. Then you will find that in your life. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I pray you find what you're looking for. I want to encourage you to read Luke chapter 2 and 1 Peter chapter 2 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have some free resources just for you, as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily, in prayer, in your Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.